This is the Come A Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. November 6th, Sunday. When the door opened, I was hoping to hear the sound of Jack Terry's boots on the floor. Instead, it was the clackety-clack of ADA Spence. She was talking on the phone. Dad, I'll try to make it home for Thanksgiving, but I can't make any promises. Her voice was low and patient, but from her quick body movements, it was clear she was stressed. I know. I miss her too, she murmured. I want to visit, but it's just that right now my workload is overwhelming. Maybe we'd better shoot for Christmas instead. I wondered if I'd be home for the holidays. Or alive. Don't get upset, Dad. Please. I'll see what I can do, okay? I'll call you in a couple of days. Okay. Bye. She expelled a heavy sigh just as the door opened again to admit booted feet. Hello, Detective Terry, she said. ADA Spence, he said, and I imagined him giving her a courtesy nod. Nice flowers. Black-eyed Susans? Uh, yeah, these are from Marigold. But I see a lot of other people had the same idea. Only nicer. Since word had leaked that I'd had another surgery, thanks to my duplicitous poet, no doubt, more flowers had poured in. From my bed, I can smell the pungent scents of fall flowers, with herbs thrown in for greenery, I suppose. Mums and sage and rosemary. Did you pick these? They grow wild around my place. A new earthy scent reached me. The wildflowers smelled like freshly cut hay. Well, isn't Liz Fisher the lucky one? Uh, thanks. What's the latest on Marigold's case? She made a regretful noise, as if she didn't want to talk business, then dragged the chair away from my bed and closer to Jack, and from the sound of it, dropped into the seat. Last week, I met with Keith Young's defense team and told them not only can Marigold communicate, but she already testified from her bed about the accident through a taped interview. I told them a pregnant coma patient reaching out from beyond, along with the sister's testimony that Young smelled like alcohol at the scene, will probably be enough to convict him even if he didn't blow over the legal limit. That was a pretty bold lie, bolstered by a DVD I placed in a clear, locked storage case on the table between us, which did not contain an interview with Marigold. No, it was a recording of my niece's ballet recital, but they didn't know that. I told them if he pleads guilty to reckless driving and vehicular assault, we won't go to trial. What was their response? They're going to talk to their client. They called today and asked for 60 days to decide. Long enough for Young to finish the football season. Right. I gave them until the end of this month, but told them if Marigold's condition changes, the deal could be withdrawn. 
meaning if I croak before Turkey Day. I assume you're keeping the Kemps in the loop? As much as they want to be. They're... Disconnected? Yes. Family cuts both ways, doesn't it? I suppose. You'll find out soon enough, she said slyly, alluding to Jack's baby on the way. Anything new on your end of the investigation? No, but I might be getting close on a couple of things. Something you want to share? Not really, just following up on a couple of hunches. The chair creaked, and it sounded as if she was gathering her things. Okay, keep me posted. I will. And say hi to Liz for me. She added lightly. He didn't respond, and she was gone in a clatter. Jack grunted as if he's glad the encounter is over. He made his way back to my bed. Hi, Marigold. It's Jack Terry. I hear you did good in surgery. He sounded pleased. I knew you weren't ready to give up. The sound of ripping paper reached me, and the room filled with delicious smells. I brought barbecue. Hi, this is Stephanie Bond, author of the Coma Girl Daily Podcast. Every day in the show notes, I post a question about the podcast to get listeners thinking and talking. Check out today's question, then share your answer with the Facebook group of Coma Girl fans. The link is also in the show notes. Thanks for listening.